Hi, hello, hola, and hello. Welcome to My Kids Think I'm Cool, but podcast. A podcast about getting knocked up in a foreign country, families living abroad, and raising children in a different culture. All while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit. I'm your host, Jackie, an American Filipino mom living in Denmark, and my kids think I'm cool, but... I forgot to pick up my son from daycare. So last week, I was driving to pick up my daughter, and I picked up my daughter, so at least I got one of them. And then I just drove towards home. I, I don't know why, but I just didn't think of picking up my son until my daughter said, Mom... Uh, you forgot little brother I was like Oh crap Yeah We have little brother <laughs> I don't know what was going through my mind But I just I totally forgot to pick him up And Yeah at least I got one of them So kudos to me for getting one child <laughs> And it wasn't past 5 o'clock <laughs> So Yeah um, I know Anyone out there that forgot their One of their child from daycare I hope it's not just me Come on make me feel I mean, better What a start of the year eh? <laughs> Yeah What a start of the year <laughs> Someone needs to make me feel better and tell me that they've also forgot a child, one of them. <laughs> email me if you have so I don't feel as bad. <laughs> my email is Jackie at MyKidsThinkI'mCool.com <laughs> Anyways, now to the episode. On today's episode, we'll be talking about what to do during these long winter days in Denmark. To me, the hardest month to be in Denmark is in January through March because it's cold, windy, and dark. And now snow all of a sudden snow is here it hasn't snowed in many years in denmark so at least there's you know snow for an hour and then it just becomes mush <laughs> so what do we do during these like hard times especially for internationals that's not that came from a warm country and want to do something uh, and then it's the lockdown and corona right now even making it worse for any internationals that move here in winter during corona times it has to be very hard uh, you can't even meet with friends or meet new friends uh, for coffee um, so what can we do to keep sane during these long dreadful winters especially during this time well there is a swinger club around the corner here oh okay <laughs> i don't think that's open right now <laughs> you never know so today i have a blogger that that writes films and even takes pictures of all her fun adventures with her kids she has been living in denmark for over 10 years now so she's dane I think you're Dane now. <laughs> um, if I'm a Dane, it's Dane by passport, but I'll always be a Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know where she's from. <laughs> you, you can you you can take the girl out of Jamaica, but you cannot take Jamaica, Jamaica out of the girl. Right? right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be talking about how she ended up in Denmark and her fabulous blog called Discover Denmark Diary, which I think it's so great because she just shares all these secret spots and fun things to do with kids so welcome Nisino Larson and thank you for being part of this podcast and sharing about your life and thank you for having me and happy new year guys happy new year darling. <laughs> yeah sorry if you guys can't hear me I'll just repeat again <laughs> um, thank you for having me and happy new year and yes let's get started <laughs> yeah before we get into you know the hard questions and <laughs> not really hard okay. but fun like questions how did you cook your jerk chicken oh, that too <laughs> can you just tell the audience a little bit about yourself and always the famous question that every international gets how do you end up in, in denmark, denmark? <laughs> so 
what can I say? I'm a mom of three amazing girls, biracial girls. Um, they're the age 11, 8, and 6. And half Jamaican, half Danish. And what? I mean, they're amazing, my girls. I love them to the moon and back. And how did I get to Denmark? Oh, yeah. So I came to Denmark actually as an au pair for a Jamaican mom and a Danish husband and during my four months i think um the dad got his dream job in america so they've actually relocated so i was like mm, okay should i go back home and then i was like you know what i have a bachelor that i need to have done so i've actually applied at the always university and I was new in Denmark, so I applied at the always University, but then I ended up in Hanning <laughs> because because <laughs> I was like, why am I going to Hanning? So someone said, yeah, but that's the department, even though you're doing the bachelor, it's always University, but it's in a city called Hanning. And I remember when I moved to Hanning, I was like, oh my God, I'm from always now going to Hanning. And I shout, I yelled, where is the go gale on the walking streets? So someone said, you're standing on it. I was like, what? <laughs> so is this the city I'm moving to? And after that, I mean, I did the bachelor. Obviously, kids came. Yeah. And after having my kids, you know, I wasn't used to... Because in Jamaica, you would have maternity leave. But mm -hmm. then it's like three months, then go back to work. So then, you know, after three months having my first child, I was like, mm, I'm bored. What should I do? And while doing my bachelor there, um, I had a student job because I was like, I don't want to have a student job where I'm like isolating myself. I want to talk. I want to meet per people. I'm, I'm just a people person, if you say it like that. And then I actually, someone told me about, have you ever thought about working with the elderly? So I'm like, oh, hmm, maybe that could be something for me. And I, while doing my studies, I applied for the job. I think it was home care at that time. But the thing is, I wasn't able, I didn't know how to bike. So the job was, you need to bike or you need to have a car. And then I'm like, mm, I'm a student, I don't have a car. But biking, I will teach myself. So I actually got the job. And then when they asked, do you have a car? I'm like, no, can you bike? I'm like, yeah, I could bike. And then, so when I got the job, no, I had a Danish friend back then. His name was Andreas super cool and then I'm like you know what Andres I have a job but I don't have a bike and I told them that I could bike so then I bought a bike and he taught me to ride the night before going to the job and so when he taught me I was I felt so proud so I'm like you know what I'm biking to school I'm biking to the university then I'm biking so I biked and then you know because I like seeing the Danes I really like see where they have their books in the back on their bike and I'm like wow so now I'm like okay I'll just put my books there just get on the bike and then I started biking but then it felt hard, but, you know, I'm like, I need to go to the university and I'm going to bike. So when I turned the corner, no, everything fell off the bike because the, then I didn't know you should hold the bike, the basket, all this. I, so then I pack it and then I biked and I was so exhausted. So when I went to the uni, I saw Andres and I said, it was so hard biking. So then he said, it's because you turned the wheel. The steering wheel was turned the wrong way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I'm like, what? So then I'm like, okay, so I could bike. So then, you know, I started, I was supposed to start work now in the evening. 
So then, you know, I biked to work, but then, you know, I can't do any brake bumps. I can't. So then I was biking. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a red light, but I have to go. Because then if I stop the bike, I don't know how to start the bike. <laughs> so <laughs> so, it's, so my workplace was just like straight out. And that is what I like about in Denmark. The road is just straight versus in Jamaica. Because if it was in Jamaica with a car number, I was like, oh, my God. So I rode straight. <laughs> <laughs> with true stoplight and everything and got to work and that was and then after that I'm like mm, so is this how it's to be, how is it will be to be in Denmark oh and my god yeah and I have other stories but yeah that, that's the start the start of your journey in Denmark exactly. <laughs> and that's teaching myself how to bike that's the best story I've heard <laughs> <laughs> and you were you were riding the bike the handlebar yeah it was, it was it was backward because i didn't know how to bike and i need the job you know because i'm a student i need to survive and i'm like i need to be with the danes you know this is the job i need yeah and that was how it started that's brilliant that is the best starting of a conversation <laughs> and you learn to bike that's yeah. so that's but, so but cool it, it is funny because uh, the other day i uh, there is a house behind my building mm-hmm. and uh so, uh, there's the students that live there. Yeah. And then the, there was this African student that came a while ago that I know. And suddenly there is two more guys that they're very good friends of them. I, I'm, I'm not sure if they come from the same country, yeah. but this little, this girl that she actually was learning how to run a bike around this patch of green yeah. grass and she fell so many times <laughs> yeah because i mean in jamaica i grew up seeing bikes you know there are bikes but I, I was living close to the beach and i'm like i would rather swim versus biking but there were options and then you have the options of being driven yeah yeah mm-hmm. so biking it was just like it wasn't like here in denmark where okay this is what because when i remember i asked for the job and the requirement was owning a car license or biking i'm like okay yeah <laughs> so it wasn't anything like that in jamaica you just bike if you it was just like okay do i want to or not it wasn't like okay this is part of my transportation yeah, yeah. it's part yeah. of your life yeah exactly so it was more of okay i'll do it or not i, mean, I, I guess in jamaica as well with the traffic it's not yeah. that easy yeah. so you can get killed easily yeah oh my god <laughs> I don't really want you to say that no one gets killed easily you don't no, have no, to pay no. attention when you're biking no, but, uh, you're driving but, but I, rem- I remember getting to yeah. this little place called Rio Buno which okay. is close to Discovery Bay yeah and I was going to buy eggs and I have to go through the highway yeah to get to this little town were you, you biking know? or no no walking okay but you know in jamaica it's like the road and the jungle yeah i mean you know you have no space to walk around yeah and people just vroom, vroom. yeah i mean the sun is nice the weather yeah. is great <laughs> why, it's not, why not yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's also not like a biking culture exactly. in jamaica no. yeah, yeah, yeah so. there's no it's not a biking culture yeah. so there's many heels man yeah, yeah. it's just dressing up being yourself. Yeah. Same in yeah. California. That it's not a biking culture unless you're going to a bar or exactly or, at the beach. or yeah. <laughs> That's my like, my connection yeah. to biking. Just <laughs> just to to compare. Okay, biking and a job. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> so do not confuse biking with Vikings. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Viking Vikings. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, since you moved from a warmer country to Denmark, what were your thoughts about Denmark before moving here? To be honest, um, 
I actually, when I heard about moving to Denmark, because like I said, it was a mom who she's Jamaican, just yeah. as I am. And I always read, I always love reading. So when I heard Denmark and she said it, I said yes, because in my head, I think it was Denver. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, so I was like, yeah, 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 I'll go to. So then when we had the conversation where she's like, okay, do you know that when, you know, the food here, it's different. So then I was like, you know what, whatever you eat, I'll eat. Don't worry about me, you know. And I was so, I, I think I was excited also because I remember I was reading a book. I always love reading. So there was this book I was reading about this girl. She became an up here. So then, you know, I started imagining myself. So whenever now the opportunity came, do you want to be an up here? I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, you know, but the food. So I wasn't really listening to what, you know, whenever I heard up here, yeah, and then D, which I think it was Denver. I'd, and, you know, she was like, what do you, what would you eat? I'm like, I'm not complicated in that way. I'll eat what you eat. Don't worry. But it was when I came here, you know, and I remember when I met the little girl who I took care of, Ashley, amazing. And she offered me Uma. It's like, um, it's, I don't know, it's like some milk, weird, <laughs> what, Uma, mm -hmm. it's like um, a natural milk, yeah, so then when I tasted it, because then, you know, she gave it to me, and I was like, yeah, that's yogurt, who cares, so when, you know, and then she stood there and was looking at me, because me, I was just like, it's yogurt, what's your problem, <laughs> yeah. and then I took it, and I'm like, oh, bloody hell, this isn't yogurt, like, what is this, and then she said, oh, you could add some sugar to it, and I'm like, okay, so then I like, and then I was in introduced to ruble yeah <laughs> so and then when she gave me the ruble i was like mm. so then i said what if i put it in the microwave <laughs> <laughs> so i actually put the ruble in the microwave with cheese and i'm also a bit embarrassed because i remember my time as an up here with the dad because i didn't know the smellier the cheese, the most expensive the cheese is. So my time as an up here, when I went, I opened the refrigerator yeah. and the cheese was smelly. So I said, oh my God, I need to throw all these <laughs> cheese away. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I was like, this cheese is old. I can't use it on my ruble. So I threw all the cheese away. And then when the dad came, obviously he was like, oh, so I didn't know. So I said, I'm sorry, because I didn't know the most smell it is. So the shoe, the food and that was a shock for me because I'm like, oh, my God. So the stinkier the food, the most. Ex and so I was like, oh, how will I survive? And I was also invited to an event where I had a friend. She's British with me. And when we saw the setting, the buffet, it was like, hmm. We were looking, but then we saw something It resembled sardine because we were like, oh, my God. So we'll just take the entire plates of sardines. Yeah. So, you know, we took it and everyone were looking because it was a, we were the only foreigners there. So then, you know, everyone was looking and I was thinking, what's the problem? Don't anyone, doesn't anyone eat sardines? What's the problem? <laughs> so then we took it. It was sill because then yeah. we took the entire thing and we just like it. We just spat it just like <laughs> out of our mouth because we were like, "What the hell is this?" And then so then we were like, mm, "So Denmark and the food is not as what I expected are you know for a Caribbean person." And the other thing is that I remember I went to the restaurant and I asked because I love my chili. I mm -hmm. love chili, and I remember I asked my um, other chicken. So I said, "Is it possible to have some?" chili sauce because you know back in back back home in jamaica you ordered so then she said the pepper is there so i'm like where is the pepper <laughs> it's there so then it was the black pepper so i'm like okay <laughs> so then i was like oh my god no 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 <laughs> but obviously i mean adopting having kids i think it was my kids who actually 
motivated me in a way to actually adjust more to the Danes, the food. Because, you know, mom, what your kids see, you, you know, you're a reflection of your child. Yeah. So they are the one, I must say, allows me to enjoy a bit of RuPaul if I'm with them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not my first choice, but yeah. But in the beginning, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I need this food. And the weather, I mean, coming from a sunny island, I mean, the weather was lovely in the beginning, of course, because I remember having experienced snow for the first time. Yeah. I went out, I lined it and everything. But after a while, you just think, mm, this is not fun. <laughs> and I remember I came in May. So when I came in May, the sun was shining. So I'm like, hmm, it's not so bad. So when I went out, I was like, oh my God, this is freezing. It doesn't mean the sun is shining, then it's warm just back home. So that was like, yeah, but then obviously I just realized I need some winter jackets and yeah. Real real winter jackets. Exactly. Not, not not the winter jackets you get in uh, Jamaica. No, like, you know, our, our like cardigans is like real, real, yeah. And then, but after living here, no, I mean, no, you can see. I think I'm well adjusted. Yeah, yeah. definitely, especially with the jacket. <laughs> yeah, I'm you adjusted because, I mean, I moved from like wrapping where you were able to see my eyes to now my arms are showing. Yeah, so, look at me. Or yeah, yeah, I have a cardigan and I went out and it's freezing exactly. cold and I picked you up and I'm like, if this was me seven years ago, I'd exactly. be like covered up in my big yeah. jacket, scarf up to my nose, hat, gloves, yeah. just to go get you. That was me yeah. throwing trash before. Yeah. But now yeah. I can just run out in shorts and t-shirt, yeah. throw the trash, you get used come to back. Yeah, thing. you I just get used to it. Yeah, I remember I remember going, uh, moving to England many years ago mm -hmm. and ended up uh, five, six days after I arrived in Liverpool mm -hmm. where it was absolutely covered in snow, colder than here at yeah. the moment. Uh, with a massive jacket trying to get into a club. And as you're saying, <laughs> no, they had, and all the girls are with mini skirts. Yeah. You know, no bras, mm -hmm. you know, like waiting there in a queue and nobody cares. Like, <laughs> I was like, is it summer here? What like, is wrong with yeah. these people? Because <laughs> I've been there as well where I'm like, who wears a sandal during this time? I was like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> like, hello, am I the one that's, you know, cray cray or how? Yeah. But then, with adjustment, yeah, it came. Yeah, it, I think it, over the years, it's just, you get used to the cold, yeah. you get, I, I don't get used to the darkness, that's always yeah. hard for me, yeah. the darkness, but the cold. Uh, I the think you have to as a mom, because I mean, me having three kids and you know, it's knowing mom, we need to go, or you know, my kids are nature, nature kiddies you know snow rain whatever we're out and then sometimes you know if i said oh we are going now sometimes i don't even have the time to fully armed myself in, yeah. the, in the thing i need so it's just like okay we'll go sometimes i'm like like for example yesterday it was snowing and they're like mommy we need to go and make snowman and you know i was trying to find their clothes and you know they took some and then i said okay i'm coming in mine and then when i stood out there i'm like shit i'm in a sandal <laughs> with the snow because it's like they need you know they're hurrying yeah and I'm like oh my god i'm wearing a sandals in the snow yeah so also if it snows here in denmark you get out before it melts exactly, <laughs> you need to light. go out yeah. yeah it's it's rare that it uh stays on the ground yeah but at <laughs> least it's there it reflects a bit of light until 
it's just washed away. Yeah, or becomes big puddles of yeah, ice. Yeah, are dark, <laughs> dirty, like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> um, how long did it take you to finally call Denmark uh, home after you moved here? It, I know it's not right away, but um, it, it takes a couple years to just ca- but, finally realize. But to be honest, I, I, I mean, it's home. Because then my kids are here and, you know, home is where the heart is. My kids are my heart. Mm -hmm. So then you just know this is home. But you, as you've mentioned earlier, I mean... You, you can't take a Caribbean from, you know, I'm always going to be that Caribbean mom and island. Well, then when I was back in Jamaica, I was just a Caribbean girl and island girl. But no, Denmark, this is where I've become a mom. This is where being a mommy, a mom, you no know, motherhood in a country, a new culture. So I would say after becoming a mom. This is just where my home is as a mom is. But Jamaica was just when I was just a Caribbean girl having yeah. fun. But Denmark, you know, so home is just where the heart is. And this is just where my three hearts are. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And I, I can I know where you're coming from, because also for me, when I first moved to Denmark, I was a California girl. Yeah. And then when I had my kids, it's like, ah, it's just not the same. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just a new stage, you know, and it didn't happen back in Jamaica when it, where I become a mom. So I just know that this is just home regarding motherhood and stuff. But then I will always be that Caribbean girl, you know. But yeah, and I just didn't, it, I mean, it comes natural at the end of the day. I mean, with mom, there is not a, sh- you know, you don't really have a book or a manual. No. So it just comes. You don't really know, but it's just, you know, that's just where home is. Mm-hmm. Um, since you had your three beautiful girls here in Denmark, uh, how was the transition to motherhood from, uh, you know, living single life here in Denmark and then transitioning to motherhood? How was that for mm. you? I, what can I say? Because before I had my girls train in yeah. our house, that yeah. was like my, <laughs> apart from going to church on Sundays, yeah. I attend church here. But it was also like, you know, I'm always a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. And then school and doing, because when I was a student, I also had three jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was just job, you know, always, I'm always someone who also loves to schedule stuff. But then the mommy part, then, you know, when I became a mom, I just realized that, okay, this is an, an extra chapter. So I've also just like, I mean, meeting, try to, I was a part of mother group, like mm-hmm. other moms. Luckily, I mean, when I gave birth at that time, we had mother group. So we had, and they were all first time moms. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, um, it was a judge free zone, one mm-hmm. can say. And of course, I was the only Jamaican amongst Danes. But there but they were really, really some amazing Danish moms. And we do still have few connections Mm -hmm. so it was just being around them learning the culture and but one of the thing I said to myself I mean apart from speaking Danish uh, I'm not going to rob my child of knowing my language Mm -hmm. so my thing was speaking English to them I do still speak English to them and then they respond in Danish so, but they do understand. And for me, it's not about even them speaking the language. It's just that this is a part of mom. And I also try my best because I grew up as a Christian back mm-hmm. home. So we do pray at, 
at night, you know, mm-hmm. we say our prayers for grace, like grace when we're having our meal. And this is just what mommy does. It's not what you need to do, but this is just mommy's stuff. If you're interested, I mean, you're, you're welcome. I'm open to their culture. They're also open to my culture. And yeah, so that's it. Was it difficult transition for you uh, since your family isn't here? Uh, I mean, that's the biggest thing because yeah. imagine just being in a country like, okay, you're pregnant. Okay, now you're going to be a mom. Because back home in Jamaica, when you're a mom, you know, you're with your family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you gave birth. You're like a princess, you know, because mm-hmm. you, you know, you gave birth, but then you have your neighbor, you have your cousin, you have your, everyone comes to, you lie in bed, we're the one preparing the dinner, we're the one doing the clothes. You know, you're like a princess, but yeah. then my shock was just like, oh my God. So after I gave birth, it's just like, come, come gang or, but luckily I had um, some amazing girlfriends here, which is like family. So they were really, Really, you know, good to also come. Okay, we'll do this. So I had that thing to be honest, where my network, you know, it just said it takes a village. So I was blessed with village, and I'm still blessed with village. I mean, having that village here. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. And then also, I think afterwards, not I think, but afterwards, when you have the baby. And Denmark provides that mother group. I feel like that is like the best thing that happened to yeah. me. I mean, if you're because the mother group, I mean, because I know persons, there are pros and cons. But if you do find the one where you're allowed to be yourself, because I'm the kind of person where I always say to other women is don't ever change you to become someone mm-hmm. else. Because at the end of the day, that's one of the most stressing thing I think so for me I was just like this is how I am and if I'm doing something you know and I always say if something is different you don't need to judge it it's best you ask is there a reason why you do this so we were open in that sense where you know I would say why do you put the baby outside to sleep you know because back home like (laughs) you know that's my treasure you don't put your treasure outside you know and I'm like because I remember when the nurse she came and she was like, um, you know, it's snowing, but the child could still sleep. I'm like, what? Why would I put my child? And she said, yeah, you know, it's good for their health. And yeah, I tried it. And of course, then my daughter slept, but then I didn't really have it because so I went and I'm like, is she still breathing? But, you know, there was different stuff. But like you said, I'm just someone who liked to ask. So I'm like, why did you do that? And I said, did you know we do this? And back home in Jamaica, of course, you know, I saw motherhood, but it wasn't like my hands were really into it. The first time I held the firstborn was when I held my own child. Yeah. Because with my friends, you know, they always have their kids and I'm like, oh my God, I'm afraid, you know, but the first time I actually held a newborn was when I actually held my own child so and I mean and the other thing is that sometimes you're like oh if I have my child I wouldn't do this but I would always say to someone you know it's easy to judge from the outside but you know you can't do anything until you're actually in that person's shoe Mm-hmm. And that's also what mother would taught me because you'll always have this fairy or, you know, <clears throat> sorry, about how oh, I would do this, I would do that. Yeah. But, you know, and, and like I said, if you're open and you have amazing people, you can be yourself because it's always about being yourself, mm-hmm. being the mother you are. Then, you know, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. What did your friends and family in Jamaica think when you said, oh, my baby sleep outside for naps? <laughs> I mean, in London, because 
my I remember my family's in London before yeah. I touched mine in Jamaica. Yeah. I remember um when I said it to my aunt in London and <laughs> at that time in London, you know, there were foxes entering the garden and stuff. <laughs> they so they were yeah. like, What? What they eat the child? I'm like, No, and I'm like, you know, I have a monitor and of course after explaining, obviously they weren't so convinced and, and you know, but then I told them and then I remember when I visited them in London, I did it and they were like Mm. but you know the foxes will come and I'm like yeah but I'm here like you know I'm like the mother wolf for my kids you know so and then they realize okay it's it's okay she's safe she's packed warm you know mm-hmm. it's not as if she's freezing or anything so you know they understood but of course it was like yeah and you know in Jamaica those Jamaicans one they are they are still not like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like you know what that child stays in the bed that's your treasure that you don't put your treasure out but of of course, but it's still something they're like, okay, hmm, okay, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but it's not something they'll be like, that, would, that wouldn't be their first, like, oh, maybe that would be the last, last option of trying everything, how will this child sleep? So, yeah. Yeah. My mom was called the police on me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because she was just shocked that I was putting my daughter out. Yeah. And now she understands it yeah. and sees the benefits of it. But she was just like, you let your baby sleep outside? Yeah. I'm I, like, yes. yeah. And, and it's just culture. And that's why I said, you know, it's just culture. And one of the things I've also experienced sometimes is just that, you know, you can actually be judged for the way you can actually be judged for your culture. Because someone will say, oh, that's being careless. You're not being a good mom. Because some cultures, country would be like, why would I put my child, you know, that's your, you know, you don't do that. Yeah. So it's just about culture and understanding. Yeah, and then if you tell, like, a Dane, oh, you can't let a baby sleep outside in the U.S., they'd be like, what? Exactly. (laughs) Because there is a story, it's like a famous story, actually, is a a Danish couple visited in New York City, Mm -hmm. and they got a a ticket or arrested arrested. because they left their baby outside to sleep. Oh, I think I heard that years ago. It's It's becoming a a myth. Yeah, it's negligence. Negligence, yeah. Yeah, negligence, yeah. Because it's also back home, it just wasn't an option. I, I mean, if you're, if it's hot in the house, I mean, you know, you would say, okay, I'll go under a tree and lie down or lay down. But I've never really remembered seeing a child laying down. You know, the child is always inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and, uh, you, for instance, I, don't, I think that actually, it's, it's actually quite a good thing to put them also to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. They sleep really well. Yeah. But it's context as well, no? You yeah. wouldn't leave your child outside yeah. of a restaurant in Brixton. Boom. And then they do it here yeah, in Copenhagen yeah, and all of Yeah, but it's, me, it's yeah, but to be honest, I've never really tried the part of being in a cafe and my child is outside while I'm sitting in the cafe. I've never, no. I, I, I haven't really gotten that brave because my eyes, you know, like <laughs> I need to see my child, you know, like, hello, where is she? You know, so if I'm outside, then that one, she's there. But at home, you know, I mean, the balcony, I'm right there. Yeah. So I've never really <laughs> gone so much because they are also a part apartments where you could be on the fifth floor the child is down. yeah they go down yeah, yeah i'm, 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 I'm no no no, no i'm not that 
Um, no, yeah. I, I'm with you with that one. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking, oh, because I'm just the kind of person where it's as if I'm always thinking, what if something happened? So then I'm thinking, if I'm on the 10th floor and my child is on the first floor, then something happened. Because I'm always like, you know what? I know it's day in Mark and everybody trusts everyone, but you know, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm just thinking, so somebody should come and take that push chair and I'm on the 10th floor. How do I, you know, how fast can I get downstairs? <laughs> yeah. So I'm always thinking, you know, A, but B needs to be closed. Yeah. So there's just some stuff I've never really tried. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'll try. You, want, you need to be able to react exactly. if something happens. Yeah, that's my baby. <laughs> Give me my baby, you know. It's like, your treasure. Exactly. Hello, you don't do that. So, <laughs> so, so you, you, men- you mentioned that uh, you have family in, in London. Yeah. Uh, being in London for so many years, uh, the, the, Jamaican co- the Jamaican community is huge. Yeah. Uh, What is your experience here in, 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 in do you have a Jamaican community? Um, luckily, because when I came, I came as an opera, as mentioned, and I was always, you know, I went to the language school in Owls, I was, I lived in Owls. So, and I'm always someone who's curious, you know, I'm always like, if I do see something. So I remembered I got off the bus and there was this, um, color because I always just look for stuff. And then I saw like this red, green and gold. And I'm like, hmm, that's close to, obviously it's not the Jamaican flag, but I'm, no, like, no, so I'm like, that's different. Ethiopian, huh? Yeah. So then I went in actually, and then I met this, um, guy from Sri Lanka mm-hmm. and I'm like, hi. And he's like, where are you from? So I said, I'm from Jamaica. He's like, wow. You know, and then we started talking and then he said you know i have some jamaican friend i'm like you have a jamaican friend it's like yeah you know we have parties and all these things so i'm like oh can you you know and then you know he gave me the connection and those guys are actually no i could say my brothers yeah. despite they're married and you know have their family So, but it's not a lot. It's just two. No. Yeah. <laughs> just, two. just two. And in, because I always heard most of them I met, because we also went to this, um, at some point they had this cannibal festival. Yeah. Like, yeah. And luckily that's where we met a lot of Jamaicans, but you know, because they're across the globe, you know, they were from Germany and there were a few, I mean, quite a few I met, but they were living in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Copenhagen always, you know, you talk, but then the connection It goes. But luckily, I still have my bros. Yeah. yeah. At least you have the two here still. Yeah, yeah I still have my <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I was thinking about that when I moved here. Yeah. I know I know, I know, know one girl in Copenhagen. Her, her dad was uh, Jamaican. Oh, but yeah. she's so Danish. Yeah. <laughs> so close case. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I missed it. Yeah. You know, because in London, it was so included that that part of like I work in a, my first job in England in mm-hmm. London was in a community center mm-hmm. that was run by the Caribbean mm-hmm. you know in Notting Hill for the Caribbean community yeah, we there. are warm I mean it's yeah. just warm you know we are open minded we just look at things you know like I always say like even most of my friends here you know sometimes I'm going through crop you know crop and they're like how do you do it and I'm like you know what the thing is you know in Jamaica we always see you know we just take things one day at a time mm-hmm. because If I should sit and think, oh, my God, you know, I can't do this. But at the end of the day, the clock still ticks. Mm-hmm. The clock, you know, clock, um, 
what do you know? I need to English. Clock <laughs> 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 What is it? I mean, eleven o'clock. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah. eleven o'clock won't stop because eleven o'clock is not going to say, "Oh my God, Nicole is not happy." So no, we won't go further to eleven thirty. You know, things happen. So I'm like, you know what? This is today. I'll deal with today. Tomorrow, I'll just take it. So it's just that mindset. So it's not as if you know. Sometimes people, oh, you're so strong, but it's just like sometimes you just have to have that mindset, you know. And then you have amazing friends who also like, okay, this is it. So for me, one of the way also to move on is also just to surround myself where the energy is good, you know. Like it's because if sometimes I'm like, oh my god, you know, I have a friend like, oh, shut up, this is, you know. So there's that thing where you just have to like do it that way. Yeah. So it's just just, yeah. th- just to get through whatever yeah. you're getting through. Yeah. Living abroad or yeah. so, raising kids. So it's just like, I mean, you know, we are just some open-minded people, happy. You know, we don't really, of course, you know, there's always darkness, like I said. But, you know, we always try to see the light. And, you know, that's it. We're just some happy Caribbean people who sometimes can be misunderstood because then you're... <laughs> I mean, not attitude, but then you have a strong personality. Mm. Maybe it's the yeah, sun. Yeah, well, it's the pers- yeah. pers- part of being Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you know? know, we have a strong personality, this independence, you know. And maybe it's the sun, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I will say something. I, I was pretty much in every single Caribbean island. Yeah. That's very Jamaican. Because <laughs> you, know, you, know, you go to other places. I mean, Haiti is another tale but yeah. you go to other places people is different uh, Jamaicans yeah. have a strong character and, and I yeah, totally we like do. it and, you know? and it's one of the things that you know we can always get misunderstood for but I always say to people you know I always say the first time some you know I always like say sometimes to my friends or when I introduce myself I said you know what the first thing maybe you'll see me you'll say I'm a diva I'm a bitch but you know, get to know me mm-hmm. and, you know, that's all I can say. I can't apologize for your opinion of me. The best way to know me is to get to know mm-hmm. me. And, you know, one of the things I taught myself is that I can't really be bothered what, with what everyone think about me because there's always going to be someone who has a problem. So if I should be stopping to solve all of those problems, how do I move on yeah i'm just a caribbean girl from jamaica and i can't apologize for that so either love me or hate <laughs> you me. Yeah. yeah you know you shouldn't yeah you just There's love a me reason or hate why me. people is attracted to Jamaica. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you this know? is you know i can't apologize for being a jamaican yeah so. with uh with you know with your jamaican background and also with the danish background with your mm-hmm. kids how uh do you balance the culture and traditions uh, with your kids and how do you keep the traditions and Mm. culture with your kids or with your three daughters i mean like i said um back home in jamaica my life was single (coughs) sorry i could say maybe single and selfish (laughs) but after becoming a mom i but you know it was single but then i adore tradition so Especially for Christmas here, you know, the 24th, because, you know, they're all so Dane, so I'm not here to take anyone's culture. So I would say, you know what? Yeah, the 24th, you do what you're doing, but then the 25th, that's when we would celebrate. So I allowed them to do the 24th with whatever the dogs, they all these things, and I tried my best to create it or yeah. prepare it in that manner. And the 25th is also when I celebrate my 
my Christmas mm-hmm. and they are used to it so they know on the 24th year regarding gifts you know it's because it's important for them to have that tradition so I still do the 24th and the 25th versus waiting in the evening for their presents the 25th they actually woke up in their PJs the presents are given yeah and then we sit have movie you know see movie that would be our tradition back home and also attending church but then due to corona the, that part wasn't really yeah do you play practice. that shaggy <laughs> christmas on an island um and there the, is that shaggy song no that's yeah, like shaggy. yeah christmas yeah. on an island yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah <laughs> 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 yeah so they're introduced to it and they're open you know because it's even my 11 year old i remember she said mom i mean we are doing the 25th i'm like yeah yeah so I'm happy that I actually instill it in them. Is it instill because then my English and Danish? I don't really know. Okay, I introduce it to them. Yeah. So they can actually ask for it. Yeah. Question. Did you teach them how to play proper dominoes? I don't really know how to play dominoes. No. I, I mean, I was taught it, but then actually I I didn't really practice it. Because there's also some stuff, like I said, you know, some stuff for me as a Jamaican... My interest wasn't there. I just remember loving to read and, you know, exploring, discovering. Mm-hmm. But I was, I mean, I was introduced to Domino, but then I have a friend here, or, or my bro, so I'm sure he'll introduce yeah, because... There, there is something that, uh, I, the thing that mo- blew me away the most yeah. in Jamaica was going to a stadium yeah. to see people playing dominoes. Yeah. And the way when they win and jump on the table yeah. and go like, yeah! Yeah, it's, it's a circus, man. Well, my brother, my brother Hensel, I'm sure he's yeah, he can. He so can I'm, play proper dominoes. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll introduce it to my girls because his girls are also my girls' age and they're always yeah. together. So, and you, that's the thing. That's do the you visit thing. Uh, yeah, we, Jamaica often? I mean, the plan was to visit during the holiday, mm-hmm. Christmas, but yeah, never yeah, happened. And then <laughs> brother Corona, sister Corona, whoever Corona is. Yeah. I mean. It came, but I'm still anticipating that. Yeah, when everything yeah. else opened up and mm-hmm. to go there. So they've never actually visited, but they've been in the states where they've been around Jamaicans and mm-hmm. Jamaica. But then you know they've just never really been to Jamaica. But they've been in London loads of time and also in the states. So they have that kind of culture yeah, yeah. around them with the family and yeah. then the different culture. Even though it's in a yeah. different country, they still yeah. get the culture. But that that island is magical. Yeah, my you daughter, my 11-year-old, she saw it and she have, she's actually, she actually started ordering like, mom, I need this dress or oh, I need to do this, you know, I need to do this and mommy, this food. So she's really like anticipating. Oh, uh, to visit? Yeah, and it was something I wanted to do. But like I said, you know, things happen, so it will happen. Yeah, it will come and... yeah. Oh, are you planning to stay like two weeks or like oh, yeah, one she, month? She, yesterday or? we were actually talking and she was like, Mom, um, we need to do something, you know, because when we went to America, we always have to do not so much because, you know, the changing of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that change. So she was like, Mom, can we not plan maybe like a month and we could do three weeks? Then when we get back home, we use that one week to, you know, get back in our routine. So I'm like, yeah, you know, it's something we could look into. So she actually started planning mm-hmm. and asking about that. But, I mean, maybe a month, it could also be less because, you know, sometimes, as you said, when you're a Dane, you know, sometimes some stuff are excited and then you 
maybe after 14 days you're like oh i want to go back and have maybe you're not so happy for that rule ball but yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah so there are some times when you're like oh god i think i need to go back to denmark now or something yeah so but i we'll feel see. like that when yeah. i go visit uh la uh two or three weeks in uh, traffic yeah. i'm like oh yeah i'm ready to go home exactly. <laughs> and then you know like the internet yeah, oh yeah okay yeah yeah and also staying in other people's house. You yeah, just want your own yeah, place. it's not your. And that's also one of the reasons um, for Christmas. I'm also still a bit hesitant, you know, doing Christmas because, you know, we actually have our own tradition and versus going visiting someone, opening presents is still not the same mm-hmm. versus it doing at your, you know, because I remember when my 11 year old she asked, yeah, but if we do Christmas, so would you bring my presents? Yeah. <laughs> with us you know and i'm like yeah but then you can also have other presents yeah like, yeah but then they can't do some presents mom that if you should put it on the plane <laughs> and you know so but there are some stuff i'm i'm i'm, I'm still a bit selfish with yeah. some stuff where i would rather do it just with them yeah and stuff that's great and then yeah. when you get to jamaica so they can yeah. experience that Let's get into your amazing blog, Discover Denmark Diary. Can you tell the audience a little about your blog and what it's all about? Oh, Discover Denmark Diary, as the word says. Um, the reason, you know, because I always want to do something that meant stuff or has a meaning. And, you know, this blog was actually, it was just inspired after, you know, I visited because I love history mm-hmm. and I love watching the telly and look, there's this program where a lot of persons may think it's, I don't know, Familie Frobrugge or Lindsay. Oh, yeah, the reality y- show. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, I like it. Maybe some people, I don't, but the reason I like it is because, you know, I was inspired with her just traveling places and she went to a small place um, more so. I can't remember. And I'm like, wow, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. And I'm like, Denmark has some really nice places, you know, because she and her friend, they were visiting just small places. And then there are some other shows I would watch. And I'm like, that's a nice little tone. And even when I, you know, our language school back then, you know, we visited Skain and and I'm like, Denmark has history. And so it was actually created behind that, but not also just for these popular places, because there are also like small histories somewhere, you know, where someone tells a story. So it was so it's been it's actually inspired just for the fact that I would like to go somewhere and say, hey, did you know this? This was I mean, this has actually been existed or this is you know this is here and the other thing is that um it's also like for us moms you know just maybe you are from another country it's just discovering you like oh we have her you know did you know she does this or she can do so it's basically just finding stuff just to highlight it and say hey this is here and you know hopefully someone it also helps someone so it's just sharing stories tradition cultures and all of that yeah, what was your main motivation for that besides the reality show? <laughs> I mean, it's my kids also. Yeah. It's, it's also my kids because part of it is also about motherhood. So it's also discovering, like I said, discovering someone's, another culture, mm-hmm. you know, just something else. This is what we can do. This is also motherhood. Maybe, I mean, I'm not the mom who allows my child to sleep outside or maybe we don't really eat whoopal or macrillon whoopal but this is also something so it's just another mom from another country Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day we are still here in denmark 
So it's just discovery, you know, it's just discovering mm-hmm. what do you do. So the biggest, I mean, apart from my reality show, but that, I mean, the biggest, yeah. hugest motivation is actually being a mom, being an international mom, meeting other international moms. And it's just a platform where, you know, I would like, you know, just share your stories and, I mean, how do you come to Denmark? So it's not also just like a one-sided thing. It's just somewhere for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just where it's just a platform where I have a story. You know, I'm here to share, and it, it doesn't. It's also not just mom-related because mm-hmm. I mean, culture is not just like cultures for moms. So it's just if you know you have something interested, you could just reach out. Hey, I want to share this. Mm-hmm. So that's how. And I think it's great that um, you take photos and talk yeah. about it. And uh, well, we mentioned about you tried to YouTube it a little yeah. bit. And I mean, I do have a YouTube channel, and I my 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 partner loved your YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, it's also called Discover Denmark Diary, and I did a video where I've met this amazing mom. She's from Poland, mm-hmm. and her child is also biracial. Mm-hmm. So she shared her stories as she shared a few stories as being a student, mm-hmm. how it was for her and a mom. So I mean, if you do look at the YouTube channel, it's basically I mean the way she sells it is basically that platform mm-hmm. I'm building. And if you're a man as well, you could be an international dad, and mm-hmm. you think, oh, this is what I do. I mean, it's just where everyone is open. Yeah, and it's so share. nice that you're able to share that and mm-hmm. also be on my podcast and mm-hmm. share what you're doing. And I, I love it. And that's why I think we connected so well yeah, I mean, because we're doing the same thing. And yeah, it's exactly. Great. And I mean, you know, the, the thing I'll also say, because sometimes I do meet bloggers and vloggers here in Denmark. And for me, it's not, a be, it's not about competing or if I do this, then you'll have more views or more numbers. I mean, I mean, for me, it's just like sisterhood, you know, I'm helping you it's just like you're my sister i mean mm-hmm. we came here we weren't born here you yeah. know so at the end of the day it's as if you help me to go further it's just you creating a, a platform or something so i mean when you ask i was like sure hey why not yeah so it's not about numbers or anything it's just like you know it's just explosion because your niche is not my niche no. you know maybe we have something similar but it doesn't mean i'm not here to support yeah And, and I love like your Instagram and what you yeah. post and what you do with your kids and yeah, just a little bit of history of everything. Yeah. And I think that's so great that you're sharing that to the world. And not a lot of internationals want to share, you know, no. th- their life. I mean, and I always say, I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're the one who has control of your life. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you decide what you want to share, and my thing about sharing, you know, I said if I'm not just sharing because I want to share, my thing is I'm sharing where it helps someone. Mm-hmm. So you know, so it depends. What do you want? And of course, my kids, you know, their identity to me—that's private, and you know. So then, I also have to know what do I share. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. I mean, I know what I'm doing it for. It's not about being famous or even getting 100 likes. It's just like there's a story there, and it's mm-hmm. there to help someone. Yeah. So that's it. It's also help someone going through. Maybe you don't know it, but maybe someone's yeah. going through the same thing, yeah. and then it helped them to uh, be able to. Yeah, this get is a, yeah, it. and. 
yeah. And I mean, I mean, I have girlfriends where they're also what do you say, sukolo? What's that in English? I don't even know. Oh, psychologist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and the next one who's a life coach, and you know, it's about sharing. It's mm-hmm. about you know. But then the day, you know what you're sharing, you're sharing it because it helps you to grow. Mm-hmm. So it's all about growth for me, and it's just growing. Yeah. What are some of the hidden gems you absolutely loved in Denmark and? Uh, during the winter or spring or summer or fall? Like, what are places that you... I love skiing. Skiing, okay. Yeah, I like the colors there. I think the colors make you happy. And then I like um, New Copenhagen. What do you call that? New Copenhagen? New Copenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> You're translating Danish into yeah. English? <laughs> it's like, you know, where you have the... Hosi and HC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part, you know, yeah. I love that. I love colors. And, you know, so I like those places and I love the forest. I think the forest is good. That's where, you know, I always say to people, that's where I go to get healed. And I love the beach, mm-hmm. even though I'm not able to swim. But the, the weird thing is that I love You are it. from an island in your northern yeah. able to swim. I, 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 but the weird thing, I don't like swimming in summer in Denmark. I prefer to swim in winter. So really? I do the winter bath. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually, you know, I, I done it for a long time. Yeah. I stopped a couple of years ago, but I, I found it. It's the most empowering thing. Yeah. You, you know, just hop in, yeah. And then you came out and said, <gasps> Yeah. So, really? Yeah, yeah. I love to, I mean, just let me hop in. But I mean, when I do hop in, you just have to have my all my stuff here. Like, okay, I hop in. Where is the robe? Where is the coffee? You know, so all this thing has to, because hello, this one doesn't have time to be. It's just like in, out. So that's it. So, and apart from that, and I'm a foodie. So I do love cozy um, little cafes and stuff. I can't remember this one name, but I do love it. It's a smoothie one. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's it. I think it's maybe not that important. <laughs> <of my name. laughs> but I do like it. So it's just that. And the other secret spot is just having my girlfriends where, you know, we're always together. Mm-hmm. And my gem, gem, gem of all the gems is just being with my kids. And then yeah. being with them and discovering yeah, new exactly. places. Yeah. So they are my, yeah ride <laughs> what is um how do you find these places is it through because of the reality show or do no, you just no, kind no, of no, research i know i'm stuck on it i'm stuck on it now oh bloody hell i just saw the reality thing. i mean i know i mean like i said when i went to the language school you know we heard about places mm-hmm. and one of my motivation was also the the old town the gamble uh-huh. yeah yeah Because I love history. I think it, it depends on what you love. You know, then you're like, wow. And, you know, I love, I love antique stuff. I love age. So I was like, okay, wow. And then when I went to visiting, I've also visited one of these. Maybe it wasn't that also important. It was in Copenhagen. <laughs> I visited the Royal Garden and one of those... Um, Where does the queen lives? You know, my oh, I don't even know. Yeah, castle. Well, yeah, yeah, castle. castle. Yeah, one of the castle. Because my, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, I like this. Mm. Mm, maybe I should do this. Who doesn't like a castle? Yeah. <laughs> But I was just looking at the crowns because, you know, I know I'm a queen. So I'm just, oh, look at my crowns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why did they take my crown and put there? Yeah. That's mine. Bring it back. Hello. <laughs> You're like, I'm the queen. Yeah, hello, bring it. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so... So it's just like that. So those are my gems. But yeah. I, think, I think it's important to have that. You know, like I, 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 I probably uh, I'm a little bit like you. I mm-hmm. like the history of places, mm-hmm, and yeah. I actually 
search and try to read and go to places yeah. it gives you a great sense of connection where you are yeah you know? and, and and i think it's also you know one of my uh motivation was also you know my host family when i was on up here because we're always out exploring you know we're always visiting places with history so uh, that's also what i was i uh, mean i'm also thankful for my host family because they were also the kind that okay i'll take you here and there's always history so i'm like wow you know and just speaking with my friends they're like what is denmark what do you eat and i'm like okay i could share so it was just having that thing also from my host family and just me exploring yeah because sometimes i would just walk mm-hmm. i would just walk and then i would say to my host mom did you know this place and she's like where did you find that place i'm like i walk <laughs> yeah, like i discovered yeah, it by walking exactly yeah yeah and, and and that's a great way of getting to yeah. know places you know so I, I i remember when i moved to london i just walk everywhere yeah and i will take the, the other street the next day to see what is there yeah suddenly yeah. you map Exactly, you, you know, my brain was yeah, yeah, my my brain was a GPS itself versus <laughs> you know just depending on the actual GPS. My brain, because I would just remember, and I'm like, yeah, I would do this, you know. So it's just being curious as well, I think. Yeah, especially right now with like the Corona times, we can be outside, so we're not completely mm-hmm. locked down. Like, yeah. just go out and walk and discover yeah. things, and you. Walking and driving are like two different things. Like yeah. you can see things while you're walking, but when you're driving, yeah, it's just, so different. Mm. Even the me, view's I'm, different. I mean, if if I, if it was only driving for me to explore Denmark, mm, no, I would you know driving in the sense of getting to the dentity, the destination, but just thinking about just driving around, I wouldn't because I'm not. <laughs> direction is not really my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my best friend it's true like and even my friends you know that's also when i knew i was coming i you know i'm like if i'm going somewhere that i haven't really i'm like okay so i'm supposed to be there at 10 but then i'm going to leave at eight because then i'm like i know i'm going to do a wrong turn there yeah and then so i always you know <laughs> no that's how i am i mean direction You're mapping is not, it. yeah so but I always you know have listen to. The, the coat and the shoes yeah. compensate for that <laughs> You're oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So You're I welcome. was late in style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this is how I am. Anyhow. It's That's fine. And, and you know what? Yeah. We got, you know, so much information about yeah. like, your life and then like what to do in Denmark. Um, we're almost going to wrap up everything. Can you uh, tell the audience how they can find you, follow you, and even, you know, learn um, I mean, about your discoveries? I mean, but then, I mean, my Insta, as it says, is Discover Denmark Diary. So once you put that in, I'm there. I also have another Insta, Jamaican in Denmark. But my business Insta is Discover Denmark Diary. And then there's also the YouTube channel, Discover mm-hmm. Denmark Diary. And there's the blog. I mean, it's also discoverdenmarkdiary.com. So the name says it's all. That's just the logo. And maybe at some point I'll be having merch. Merch? <laughs> so, yeah. So I'll be having some merch. Um, and I I'm just waiting for the, the jerk chicken. Yeah. And I, who knows? I think you have like the perfect name and it just it screams like, oh yeah, I'm going to go yeah. see what's going on in yeah. Sino's blog and where she's at, or where she's been. I know it's Corona times right now and it's yeah. very hard to go I, anywhere. Yeah. And, and it's just to see because who knows, I might be in the back of your garden. 
<laughs> discovering that you have a plant. Did you know you have this plant and what this plant could do? You could use this plant for medicine. Who knows? Maybe in the back of your garden, there's a corona cure. <laughs> You never know. So watch out. I think I'm going to go and talk to the government. I'm going to recommend, please hire this lady. You know, she has the solutions. She's going to discover the cure for Corona. It could be You saw this color and you were like, I was like, what color is that? Did you know that this color helps to decrease the infection of Corona? That's so funny. No need to go to the Amazon. Exactly. Come and discover something. She's for hire. Let her discover something. I'm here waiting. So for anyone that wants to you know to discover anything, I will have her contact details on my website so you guys can follow her adventure or even hire her to exactly. discover, discover anything. Yeah. I you think I'm gonna, uh, when this finishes, I'm just going to follow her. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> There'll be something weird. there's always something to discover. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Not not just in Denmark, yeah. anywhere. And one of my motivation with my kids was Dora the Explorer. Nasino <laughs> 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 the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. So with this interview and Nasino's inspiring me to write down all these wonderful places, you know, that she's discovered, I wanted to also just write down like what I've discovered and share it with um, whoever wants it. Actually, yeah, if you guys are interested someone. in what I discovered, because <laughs> you have you have such an interesting life, I think way more than mine. But I will have like my things that I visited and then also include uh, some of Nisino's uh, favorite places that she highlighted in the uh, in the middle of this episode and then I can uh, have that as a download for you guys to see and see what we both discovered yeah. maybe discovered the corona um, <laughs> cure. we never know what's going to be on there I got the poison I got the remedy <laughs> With a bit of spice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you guys want that list, um, Nasino and I will be putting that together for you guys uh, to download. So I look forward to sharing the places uh, with you guys. So thank yeah. you for listening and thank you, Nasino, for being here and being a guest. Until thank you for having me. Yes, it's been an adventure. Until Cheers. next time, everyone. Bye. Bye.